episode of Bougie Pia's podcast YouTube video channel if you're watching online or if you're listening on the podcast where podcasts are streamed we're gonna cheers with our cafecito cheers, cheers. some little iced coffee to get us through the day yes no. I'm in Miami I came to visit Delicia we're in Miami I do want to start it off with this quote Whatever you decide to do in life, make sure it makes you happy and you get to define your happiness, which is the consensus in life. So, and I think that has to do a lot with our topic for today, which is how do we define health and fitness, health and wellness, all encompassing. And it's piggybacking off of Pinky's personal video that she shared on her personal page. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It'll give some context for the conversation. And also, we're going to link it below wherever you can see the links. Um, it's a, what, three-minute video, so it's not yeah, too lengthy to get caught up with the context. But it's really about how do we define health and wellness for ourselves. And it's a journey. We know it's a journey. Um, it's going to take some time. We're still on our own journey to define what that is for us. But we wanted to share what we've learned along our 20s because homegirl is 30. Only you, <laughs> not me. I still got like six months. <laughs> I'm more. 30. So you once you hit 30, you're like, oh, I'm a bougie tia. So I need to figure out. Wait, so I'm not a bougie tia yet? You are, but like oh. more tia. You're a bougie tia if you're not 30. <laughs> this is not what I mean. But what I mean is you step into like a, like, I don't know, I, for me. This not, might not be the case for you. Like I said in the beginning, you get to define what it is for you. This podcast is for entertainment, educational purposes. You take what you want and leave the rest take it with a grain of salt we're not medical providers we're not psychiatrists we're not therapists we're not lawyers we are literally sharing our lived experiences with you you take what you want and leave the rest and if it doesn't resonate with you just don't take it with you on your life journey basically right yeah so for me as delicia as deli the explorer when I hit 30, and maybe because I was moving from Pennsylvania to Florida and moving from New Jersey where we grew, I grew, we grew up, right? Mm-hmm. My, 30 years of my life. Even though I lived abroad for a couple of those years, my home home was always New Jersey, the Northeast, and then Pennsylvania the last six years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it had to do also with the move to Florida. But like something shifted for me when I turned 30. It's like you're just ready to be step into your most authentic self, like unapologetically I think what it is I think as Delhi the Explorer I have always been that but even to another level I don't know what do you think makes sense yeah yeah I mean everyone has their own journey and yeah you figured like your own journey when you moved and you started realizing your own wellness and health and yeah. how your body's reacting yeah and right? I think moving to Florida was part of yeah. like my own mental health journey and like my own 
what makes Delicia happy. Like we said at the beginning, you get to decide what makes you happy. So shout out to New Jersey. I love you forever. Best bagels. But um, I really needed the beach in my life. Yeah. I really needed the sun. Like, I don't think you realize how much you miss that when you, like, don't have it. <laughs> no, it's true because I, I obviously don't get it all the time, still living in New Jersey. But obviously, I want to, it's so convenient. Like, in Jersey, it's so cold. Like, yes. I'm, like, my, honestly, like, after the pandemic, I was okay mm. with the cold. But now, like, I feel like my body's, like, reacting to, like, I'm too sensitive to the cold yeah rather than like before i was like oh i don't care like i don't care wearing all these jackets yeah. and like i'm cool i mean walk around the city like like trying to go out clubbing oh my <laughs> god like 20 degree weather and we we're not wearing jackets and we were okay with that yeah. but now it's like i struggle with the cold man like and i think the pandemic really or the panini whatever you want to call it um really put us in the house for a year like we were in quarantine so we had to redefine what wealth wellness is what health is like we were in our houses with our bodies and our like mental health part of that right. like i think it affected a lot of people that you can see on social media people who talked about their journey of like they couldn't go to the gym they couldn't do things that they normally did and for me I was kind of used to it because I was already in quarantine because in 2018, not 2016, um, I was at home taking care of my mom because she had an accident taking care of her. So I really couldn't go out to the gym. My, I mean, I could, but it was also cold, so I chose not to. But <laughs> I would walk around and like um, try to walk around the block and try to do yoga in the house or Zumba video things in the house. So I was kind of used to being in quarantine, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Like, you were in quarantine before we hit quarantine. Yeah. That's how it felt like. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I know how to do this. I know how to be home. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, to me, um, I've always struggled with uh, body image and health Yeah. Um, and wellness uh, because at such a young age, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see the video, I explain, like, I was always on the bigger side and... Um, family and friends would always be like, oh, you're the bigger one, you need to lose weight, you need to work out, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, we were always the ugly one of the group, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. uh, in our family and our friends. And um, that affects you. Oh, people, yeah. people don't realize it. And I was young. I was very young when this all happened. And I come from, like, a heavier set family. Like, we're built so different. We're yeah. thick. Yeah. I'm not... We're not petite. Like, some of us are, but me and my middle sister, we're not. Yeah. And we love to eat. We didn't We didn't come from a family that was so disciplined on, like, uh, food, wellness, nutrition, right? It was always, like, Coca-Cola and fried stuff. And because that's how we grew up and that's how my parents grew up. Mm -hmm. Um. So, growing up, I just hated my body all the time. I didn't like the way it looked. I would get angry because I was like, why was I built like this? Like, everyone I know is so skinny. They're so pretty and this and that. Like, I'm over here. I'm so fat. And it affected me a lot. Like, yeah. there's times like, you know, I just want to be anorexic, stop eating or binge eat, want to throw up because I just so over it. And then if I think about 10 years ago, that's when I started my health journey, mm -hmm. like started losing weight and stuff. Um, so I, I would go through ups and downs like a roller coaster, right? Like, I'll be fine, I'll lose weight, and then all of a sudden my body will fluctuate some stress, and I'll gain weight, and I'm like, oh, crap, like, I'm back to where I am, or... It's just, it was a, like a mental, a, like a mental mm -hmm. health, like, mm -hmm. it was just mind-fucking me, right? Yeah. Um, you go into the mirror, like, 
choosing like the roles that you see and this you and start that. nitpicking your body yes and it's like why are we so harsh on our bodies like yeah. this is like this is like what we have this is yeah. here, like our typical this body literally moves us through the world if yeah. you're an able-bodied person you like literally walk in this body throughout your life right. or even if you're not like you have hopefully if you're if you're not able-bodied you have mobility that supports you but it's literally in you have food that you put in your mouth that nutrients to your body to physically move right right? and then the pandemic hit and i was a gym freak like i would literally live at the gym either doing zumba lifting weights um cardio i did orange dairy for a while so i lived at the gym if i wasn't working Mm -hmm. so that affected me a lot to be honest like once the gym shut down like i didn't know what to do with myself i was like what the I so I started I tried like doing all these apps it's, yeah. it's just so different because you know it's like your different. lifestyle changes it, your lifestyle everyone's lifestyle changed during the panini right, right. so you just have to adapt and like yeah. I started eating more because that we were so we're home we can't do anything you're stressed out but like you're trying to work out but at the same time like there's comfort food everywhere <laughs> yeah exactly and like we're like what can what else can we do yeah um, and then that's when I um, realized, like, wow, I really have an issue. Like, mm. I already had the issue growing up. You were up. aware. I was aware, but, like... But more aware. Was, yeah. <laughs> like, it was, like, bad. I I still remember, like, just, like, being angry. Like, waking up, like, I hate this fucking body. Like, mm. what the hell? Like, and I would just be, like, nitpicking. Oh, nitpicking everything. And honestly, who saved me, and I'm going to give her shout out (laughs) who saved me through the pandemic Mm. was um my mentor my role model she's amazing her name is Ailee and she had a program called healthness and we will link it so you guys can look at it what it was but it was like a three-month program and she helps you with the mindset and how to be healthy with yourself like Mm -hmm. she would coach you there was daily activities that you had to do through an app yeah and she would be there for you. Like, like accountability she knew, she and had, stuff. Yeah, and, like, we would have Zoom calls, and she would... Te- I literally learned so much about food mm-hmm. and, like, my mental state through her. Mm-hmm. Like, people think I'm crazy. Like, oh, like, gluten-free, dairy-free. But honestly, that's not really good for you. No. You know, like, yes, can we eat it once a while? Fine. Of but, course. Yeah. But, like, you also need a treat. It's not about your fat or your skinny. It's right. about are you healthy. Are you healthy, yeah. You know, and if you're eating foods that give you energy versus depreciate your energy, depreciate, what's the word? I don't know the word I'm trying to say, but like if it gives you energy, if it doesn't give you energy, like an energy sucking food, right? Like gluten is really, um, it's not made for your body to uh, consume so much about. And we, you learn that through her program. Um, I learned that through my mom who really was, is into like for my dad to like health wise for like gluten free and um paleo paleo friend friendly or keto friendly um sugar free because you know we need some sugar free yeah foods i'm not a i don't really like sweets so for me that's not really an issue but gluten I, bread is such a big part of like portuguese culture latino culture paraguayan culture like every morning you eat coquito or like bread and butter right and how that like you learn that with your coffee that it it becomes a glue in your system right through dr gandhi that's who my mom really like learned from when she first heard about it but now it's like everywhere yeah now it's but she learned about it in what 2016 2017 right before the panini hit but this idea of like connecting beauty with skinny 
this false idea. It's a false narrative. And I, if you don't know me, my friends, if you just found out who I am, my background's in academia and I study systems of oppression and systems of like um, intersections of identities, like my area of study. So I'm always going to bring it back to like a little nerdy part <laughs> for you guys. And if you want to read something about it, because that's the way the lens through which I operate in the world, right? That's how I exist and that's how I understand. But this idea of skinny equals beauty is a false narrative that's rooted in white supremacy ideology. And I can link about books and courses that I've taken that really have taught me more about that. Also in academia at, in college, but that's a false idea. It's literally false. It's rooted and created in, a, in oppressive ideology to like for ourselves to pe for people to like hate themselves through that so then what happens they're numbed to their reality and it separates them from their body right and that's how the oppressor continues continues to oppress you because you're separated from your body and health and wellness that we're learning through our own journey is like reconnecting to your body and it's part of decolonial work right. what is decolonial work just one term my friends for today is um really decolonizing your mind right because we all have been colonized one way or another so really looking at that like who started that ideology right and we're not going to get into the history of it but i can link it if you want to learn more but this really simple idea of equating beauty with fatness and or or skinniness right and like fat phobia is a thing um a really good book if you want to learn more is um the body that keeps the score and also, um, oh, what was the other book? I'm gonna look it up while Pinky talks about her mentor. And I'm sure, like, a lot of people have struggled with this, especially being bullied or like being so hard on yourself. And she taught mm -hmm. me, like, one thing that uh, helped me a lot was she taught me that I am enough, I'm beautiful. And I got like a, a red um, lipstick or like mm -hmm. a red, like, washable marker. Yeah. And I, in the mirror, I would I put I am enough, I am mm. beautiful. So every morning, even though I wouldn't believe it, mm. I would still tell it to myself because the mind is so insane that even though you're your mindset, the mindset, like when you're saying, "Oh, I'm so fat," "Oh, yeah. I'm so ugly," and that's internalized gonna, fat phobia, right? And yeah. then like if you're gonna say, "Wow, I'm beautiful." Yeah, you might not believe it today, tomorrow, but guess what? Your you're, mind, you're reprogramming your mind, yes. you're retraining your brain. Exactly, yeah. it's gonna start. Um, you know yeah uh, you're gonna start to believe it right and then like I got so she helped me a lot um, I love her um, and if you guys like are struggling and want to learn more about her program it's called healthness I'll link it she has an Instagram page Eileen she's also a strong master trainer uh, strong is cool yeah she's strong she does Zumba she does a bunch of stuff she has amazing virtual classes online which i use oh, that's nice yeah like um it, the whole it's like a whole package a whole program package. i used to do her her virtual classes i used to like be dead by the end of yeah it. Like, i was so sore like it's insane like she she teaches you how to move yeah and that's part of wellness is movement movement yeah. and it doesn't have to be like pinky who loves zumba and strong and like orange theory and it's stuff crazy. like that you're not crazy which we can we have to unpack that too because crazy is an easy term that they give people who like just that's all yeah we're gonna talk about that too stay tuned because it's telling someone they're crazy is a cop-out and also rooted in like not being aware of mental health issues right calling someone crazy right um but the book i was talking about before is the body is not an apology by sonia renee taylor i'll link her information in the bot in the 
description link stuff too. But um, so the, your body is not an apology, right? You shouldn't have to apologize. This is the essence of the book, right? Is you shouldn't have to apologize for the body that you were given through whatever your religious belief is, whatever spiritual belief you have, God, the universe, Buddha, your parents, like whatever that is for you, you get to decide that too. Um, everything in life. Um, but let's say you believe in um, God, right? So God gives you this body and you have to be grateful for it. And so you don't need to apologize for that. Um, and you don't need to like change it to fit a mold and an idea that's false, right? That skinny equals beauty is false. Fact, point blank. I'll link some facts in the comments if you want to learn about it. Um, but that's a really cool book if you like to read. If you don't like to read, I think she has an audiobook too. Um, but that's like redefining. Oh, what I was going to say about the mindset thing is that you just gave a really good tool that's really simple to use, but can be really hard if you're struggling with a lot of like body image things it's like writing on and you feel stupid at the beginning you feel kind of awkward and i didn't want to do or it or dumb or like and that's like i didn't want to do it if you feel like you're awkward doing it that means that there's something to unpack there right, right? Yeah. so like if you don't want to write on your mirror because it's going to get dirty like i am beautiful or i am worthy or i am enough then you can write it on a piece of paper mm -hmm. and put it on your laptop like Here's my laptop, guys. You can see, like, I have little notes here. Some of the times it's, like, work notes, but other times it's, like, affirmations yeah. throughout the day because we all go through things in life. No matter how put together someone looks or how they look like they're having a great time, which they probably are, but some, we go through things. Life, yeah. you, life is not perfect 100% of the time. No. Um, but you can say, like, we have three that we really like for Bougie Diaz's. I'm worthy, I'm enough, I'm loved, and we can create little, like, um little post things so that yeah. you guys want to share it and have it for yourself um so yeah. it might feel weird to write on the, on actually, the mirror sometimes but if you write it in your journal or your yeah. notebook or like a post she, it she even said to like write it as a password i mean obviously Ooh, obviously like, i like that like not obviously put like numbers and stuff so you don't get hacked yeah but like you yeah. know be aware friends <laughs> be aware but like you know even Small little things like that. Or like as a reminder. Right. Put a reminder every day at 3 p.m. or something. I'm loved. I'm worthy. Like you're I'm badass. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. Like I'm amazing. And you get to be fucking amazing. And you get yeah. to be beautiful. You're not cocky if you no. say that. Like everyone, everyone. Like that's your divine birthright. I, I believe. Yeah, and I'm learning because um, to write that on my mirror, yeah. she, kept she actually called me and she's like, what is going on yeah and I told her like my history and like I, I'm very open about it now at first yeah. I was like a little weirded out because I was like Ugh, yeah trigger know. warning friends right right so when she told me to do it I'm like mm, she's like you better do it I'm telling you it's gonna work so when it's I like a mindset it, thing yeah I was like oh wow like and I would just look at it and I'm like and I would tell myself okay you're beautiful you're loved you're mm -hmm. enough your body's amazing you know you're just like little things like that mm -hmm. actually help you guys like yeah. you wouldn't think you wouldn't but, think it does yeah. help. And then... Um, it's I part of also regulating your nervous system. Yeah. Like, this might be a new concept, but I don't think we realize how dysregulated we are sometimes. Like, when we're anxious, when we're, like, fidgety, when we're, like, unfocused. Like, that's our nervous system dysregulated. So, a simple tool is, like, just rub your hands with your arms and, like, 
put on your heart and be like, I'm loved, I'm worthy, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm safe. Because what the message your brain is getting, also I studied psychology, so that's why I always go back to the brain. My nerdy side is coming out again. So your brain is wired for survival. So a mis-like communication, your brain is trying to tell you you're unsafe, you need to run. It goes through the trauma responses, right? Fight, flight, um, uh, what are, fight, flight, I forget the other two, but like fight or flight response, I'll put it in the comments later, but a fight or flight response, so it's like, we gotta get you to safety, you're unsafe. But it's like rewiring your brain, like I'm safe, I'm good, I'm happy, I'm worthy, I'm loved. And immediately you're gonna start to feel it. At first you're gonna be like, yeah. but then you're like gonna get used to it's it. It's a process. It's a process. And you have to believe in it. Yeah. If you don't, then like there's no yeah. point. But you, yeah. And it's hard. It's hard. This is hard work to yeah. like really reclaim who you wanna be and define it for yourself. Because we get so many messages about our bodies, about women's bodies, if you identify as a cisgendered woman, um, you get so many messages of what beauty is and what skinny, I mean, what beauty is and how to be beautiful. But it's like, you know what? I'm going to reject what doesn't serve me and just define it for myself, right? And that's what you have to be because if yeah. we're going to go by what people think, we're never going to be happy. You're never going to be happy. <laughs> like, oh, that person ha even It's not even the body. It's also the space. It's also the, it's everything. the arms. It's like, oh, that person has green eyes. They're so beautiful. Right. Like, oh, I wish I had green eyes. Oh, that person's nose is so small. Like, yeah. I, you, like, I wish I had a petite to, nose or whatever. Yes, yeah. you know, yeah. like bigger eyes and this and yeah. that. It's like... Yeah. It messes with you. Yeah. The more you tell your body, like, damn, I wish I had this and that. Like, your body's listening to you. Yeah. Your body, and then it's going to come up in illness, right? Like, um, it's just going to show up, right? The stress and the way you talk to your body is going to show up one way or another. Yeah, and I'm still in it. I'm still struggling yeah, with this. We are it's, too. it's like an everyday it's struggle. It's a long, lifelong process. Yeah. Just because we're talking about it publicly here it's doesn't like, mean that we don't struggle with this. Yeah. I mean, what I can have a good day, and then all of a sudden the next day I feel like complete crap, and I'm like, I hate my body, and I'm like, and I catch myself doing yes, that. Yes, that's and the thing. I was like, wait, wait, don't, wait. don't. That's the, that's the difference. You yeah. catch yourself quicker, and you're like, okay, we gotta reprogram this. Yes. So, yeah. something, something's wrong. Yeah. And another lesson that I learned was I got injured. Ooh. I was on a high, like I was like, oh yes, I look great. I just did this. I'm amazing. Blah blah blah. Boom! I get injured. What happens? Pinky can't move. Like she used to. And your identity is so connected to that. Exactly. I'm the type of person, if I don't move, to rap. Mm -hmm. I injured my calf, which wasn't my calf. It was a whole different story. Yeah. Anyways, on crutches, couldn't drive, went on the cane, couldn't really walk. So what do I go to for comfort? Food. Mm -hmm. And then what does that cost? Weight gain. You know? Right, because you're not moving as I'm much. I'm not moving. I'm eating because I'm so stressed because I'm pissed off. Like I'm like... Why is this happening to, to me? me? Yeah, um, the I'm person, doing great. Yeah. yeah, and that was a different journey than I. And I'm and I know I gain weight now, and I feel it in my body. But also, life happens, stress happens, yeah. and when you have so and your body on, changes as you get older, hormones, especially women. Yeah, so it's like I I, I do struggle still with it, but I wanna, but I'm slowly learning, and, yeah. and I wanna, I want you guys to like realize that too. Like you are gonna have your good days, you're gonna have your bad days, but. Yeah. It's the learning process, and it's going to be okay. Like, you yeah. guys can get through it. And, like, 
if you guys ever want to talk about anything, you can always DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Or, like, if you're feeling a certain way or, like, if you've gone through something, let us know. And we'll share resources that have helped us in the links. Um, obviously, if you feel like you have a medical condition or a medical thing, go see your doctor, go see your therapist, go see your psychiatrist. Yeah, we're not um, in the medical field. We're not in the medical field. This is just based on our own lived experience. Um, and we can... If you don't know who to talk to, we can direct you to who we might think is a good resource. But it's ultimately your choice. Um, and I think we that's part of why we started Bougie Tias is because we want to share what we've learned from the perspective of first generation children of immigrants who sometimes we don't see ourselves represented in the mainstream media, right? I think now it's changing now that we're older. But when we were little and in high school, who are your role models? Lizzie McGuire, love her, love Hilary Duff, but there was no Latinas, there was no Portuguese or Indian women that we could look up to. I don't remember. Not, not, not as many. Not in American society. Right, in American, we're, we're talking American from society. the perspective, because yeah. we live in the United States, so um, all you could see was like blonde, blue eyes, skinny people, which is great, if that's your body type, do you baby, live it out, that's just not me. Or me. Like, Hello. do you see this black hair? <laughs> well, now, now I'm a little blonde. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did have like, Albright for a little bit. But, but if you're I'm listening brown. to the podcast, we have blonde hair, brown eyes. Not if you can't see us on YouTube. But, like, I'm bigger bodied. Like, we're, yeah, we're thick. I will never be that skinny person. And that's okay. Like, I get to love my body the way I am. And another thing, it's like, you shouldn't let your body affect like your dreams and your goals right? yeah. that you should never and I was also like that because I I wasn't I didn't want to take pictures mm-hmm. and you know like oh this is gonna look bad on Instagram or Facebook or MySpace at the yeah. time MySpace you guys remember MySpace <laughs> <laughs> so we're so older millennials yeah. over here or even like do video like stupid yeah. videos sometimes that yeah. I'm like ugh like it looks so horrible ugh this and that but I'm like no if this is our goal and we want to be where we want to be with Bondia con Pinky and the Bujitia, yeah. um, I'm starting to learn that to put myself out there. And, you know, this is me. This is us. This is us and this is our body. This is how we look. This is how we were born. And <laughs> yeah. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, move on. Yeah. You can find your people. That's it. That's it. So remember, you are loved. Yes. You are beautiful. You are enough. We love you guys. Yeah. Hopefully this serves as motivation, inspiration, support. Because we've all been through things and we all find try to find support somewhere. Hopefully this serves as a safe space for you to feel supported. And the quote that we started the episode, I'm going to read it again because it's so great. Whatever you decide to do in life, make sure it makes you happy. So if it doesn't make you happy, that's a clear indication that we need to look at that and change it. So yeah. That's it. Cheers. Cheers. Live your life, live your dream. And until next episode. Till next episode, your bougie tias, we love you. <laughs>